The San Jose Sharks lose a 5-0 decision to the Edmonton Oilers, and we are going to do everything we can not to talk about this game. It's Teal Town After Dark. But as always, if you want to be part of the show, be sure to hit us up in the, uh, you know, the super chats, the YouTubes, the Twitters, the whatever it is you kids are using today. I don't know. Social media is dumb. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's This is like, you're supposed to say all these cool things. But I will say this. If you don't like, I will be angry. So at least like the video. If nothing else, just like the video. One click. That's it. That's it. Uh, it is me. It is at Ian Blogs Hockey, otherwise known as Ian. Uh, and it is Jules, who just popped out. There she is. She's popped back. Oh, hi. Yeah, my green screen decided to give me a hard time, like the Sharks did tonight. Yeah. What's new? Um, I mean, we'll talk about this game a little bit, because I think, you know, like, this is what we're supposed to do. And I like to think we're somewhat professional here. <laughs> um, Magnus Krona gets his uh, first NHL start, um, I think here's my thoughts on this, right? Like I probably wouldn't have done this, but I think that Magnus Corona, he, his game is in a better place than it was when he got kind of thrown to the wolves against Pittsburgh. Cause I think at that point he hadn't really found his game at the pro level at all. He'd had some really rough starts in the American hockey league uh, and then gets called up and then gets thrown to the wolves against Pittsburgh. And I thought that was really unfair of the sharks because again, right? Like he just hadn't found his pro game. And then tonight, the team in front of him just hangs him out to dry like I don't think that the team was very good in front of him I don't think I think maybe the last goal is the only one the the four nothing goal is the only one I'd pin on him what was your thoughts on on Magnus Corona tonight I was scared from this game from the start just because I think Edmonton wanted revenge from the game that happened November when they lost 3-2 to us so I was pretty sure that Oilers were out for revenge so when I saw Blackwood went on um, IR I was like oh god right Oh, God. Um, And I felt bad for Krona right from the start because, you know, it's great to make your NHL debut versus Connor McDavid. Connor McJesus. So I immediately did not think it was the best decision. I was like, if you're going to start him, maybe start him not. But they also don't have any other choice. Like, they're riddled with injuries. They don't have a veteran backup for the CUDA who can step up. So it was kind of a no-win for the Sharks, and I was not did not want to start Capo, I feel, on a back-to-back. Yeah, it, it, I I agree. I mean, it's a real damned if you do, damned if you don't situation for the for the for the Sharks in this situation. Obviously, Blackwood. I mean, they're the most injured team in the NHL. Like True. for injuries, they're they're just not like I know like um, I know they're like supposed to be tanking, but like Jesus Christ, I don't think Mike Greer even envisioned this many injuries happening. Yeah, like, everyone's hurt right now, and I wouldn't be surprised if we hear about more injuries tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, yeah, this team cannot get healthy at all. Um, and you know, I mean, the only I think the only thing that kind of surprised me is um, with the way that they've been starting Makinemi with the Barracuda. I thought maybe he might get the call, although he just got healthy, so maybe you don't really want to throw throw him to the wolves. Um, yeah, sorry, Mackie just audio, got better, so I would not throw him to this NHL defense right now. And yeah. I felt for Krona. Like honestly, keep the young goalies away from this. Um, keep the young goalies o- away from this because right now the Sharks are back to like their 11 losing streak type game. Right. 
And I would just keep Mukmadulin, all of the young defensemen, all of the young goaltenders away. So I would not be surprised if they maybe sign a guy just for to get some veterans up here with the goalies because it can't just be Capo. Yeah, so Ryan McLeod opens the scoring. It's uh, one nothing. I mean, this the, the the Oilers started the game, and you know it's one of these situations, in my opinion, anyway, where the Sharks kind of looked like they were on the power play, or the Sharks looked like they were killing a penalty, even though it was five on five. Um, I, Again, November Sharks hockey is November back. November Sharks hockey. October, baby. October Sharks hockey, baby Sobrini. Yeah, I mean, everyone's like, "Where's Aaron Dell? We need him." He is uh, currently he playing for Team Hill. Canada at the Spangler Cup. Did he send a PTO with Carolina? I he's at he's a, he had a shutout in Spangler Cup. That's all I know. Oh, okay, got you, got you, got you. Never mind. We're already derailing. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so I mean, I don't know, Ryan McLeod. Like, again, I I think it was a good shot by Ryan McLeod. I, not really much. I, like again, I don't really pin much of this on Corona. I don't think the team in front of him was very good. Um. You know, Zach Hyman makes it two nothing. Um. The only thing I really kind of noted on this play is like Zetterlin kind of allowed Hyman to get the inside lane and Connor McDavid, you know, is, is just going to get people the puck. Um, so I think uh, as much as I've liked Zetterlin's game, you kind of want to, you don't really want to get caught on the outside on that play, which I think he kind of did and that really sucked. Any thoughts on either of the first two goals? The Sharks just, the Krona was left out to the dry there. Yeah. That Sharks, like, once you get, once the first shift started and they started hemming them in basically a minute into the game, I was like, I, I don't really have any thoughts. Like, the defensive coverage was bad. The defense is kind of trash right now. Kyle Burroughs, I think, was on the ice for all five fucking goals. Trade him to the fucking sun, please. <laughs> um, but, like, I don't know what to say, y'all. Like, the defense was bad. Let's move on. Send Corona back down to the AHL. Get a veteran up here. And let's just keep this tank going. I don't have any more comments on that. Yeah, I think <laughs> the, the problem is, obviously, is, like, Blackwood. They, I mean, the, the Sharks already have, like, four goalies under contract that, that are, like, you know, between Wichita, the Wichita shuttle, and the Barracuda. I think all the Sharks' current goaltenders might be under, like, 26, 25, if that I'm too. not 20. Like, they're all very young, which is a good thing. But also, you kind of need a veteran with goaltending. Yeah, the because problem the, is though. Like the, my my point is, is it's not so much like it's it's if you sign if you signed a veteran guy and Blackwood probably not going to be out long term. Then where does that guy go when it's all said and done? I don't, That's the problem, no. right? I just don't want to throw these young guys to the wolves and have like yeah them mess up their development. Um, but yeah, yeah. Um, so Evan Bouchard made it three nothing. This play here kind of bugged me. And I, I I kind of went on top of the. I piggybacked on the the Teal Town account for for this goal with the replay. Um, the only thing I really would critique for Krona on this goal, and I, I tweeted as much, is that I'd like to see him a little more aggressive because it's in the, like he's in the he's he's kind of deep in the net and he, it's the blue paint's his right. And I mean obviously Burroughs should be doing a better job of clearing out the front of the net for him, but if Burroughs not going to do his job, I'd like Just, to see yeah. Corona get a little more aggressive in that situation because I mean even if things kind of go south, I mean he he never sees this shot coming. And even if things go south, I mean you could at least challenge for goaltender interference. You might not win it, but you'd have like a case, I think. Um, no, I agree with you. Krona definitely could, but I, I lovingly put could see Krona was just, I think he wasn't expecting whatever the hell just happened at the beginning. Yeah. Not going to lie. Like it was obvious. I know 
like they what could have said whatever on like he's still a young goaltender. Right. Yeah, I think he could have definitely challenged more, but also the defense, which is not doing the job, and I'm not about to go blame a young goaltender. No, uh, yeah, I, I think like I don't know. I, but I, don't really I do agree, he could have challenged it a lot more than he did. Yeah, um, and then Leon Dreisettle ends his night. Well, not really. I mean, he ends his night because we go into intermission after that, and <laughs> and Krona's night's over. But um, I mean, this goal. I mean, this just wasn't three periods of play. Brutal. This is just a brutal, brutal goal on all fronts. I think you know you look at um, just lazy play by the Sharks. Krona bites on the first move, and it's and it's in that the net. I think it's the yeah. only goal I'd be like, eh, you know. But then again, like with what the team was doing in front of him. I don't know, man. Magnus Krohn, I think he's he's really come on a little bit this season. I think he's been better for the Barracuda as the season has progressed. I think he's he's had some pretty good starts with the Cuda. Um, so, I, I, you know, I, I mean, again, I think his game is in a much better place now than it was when he first got called up. I thought it was just an impossible situation to put him in um, when he got called up the first time. But, um, yeah, I, man, I would just. There's definitely something there with Krona. Like, I can see, like, I can see something there. It's just a matter of will it actually get there, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't think thing... he's going to be an Andre Vasilevsky-type goalie. No. There's something there. Yeah, the only thing that I think that worries me with Corona's style is he's a big guy, and he's just, he's generally, like, he's a guy who, um, you know, he, he's more positionally based than reflex. Like, he's, you know, he's, yeah. he's more of a guy who's going to just be big in front of the net and kind of try and be in the right spot. And I just, I think in the pro level, like especially in the NHL, like that style is going to lead to a lot of rebounds. And I don't think he's got the reflexes enough to counter those rebounds if he gets kind of slightly out of position. I think that's the only knock on Corona's game that I have. No, yeah, I would agree with that. I mean, I don't know. I always find goalies really hard to scout or anything just because you kind of never know with them, it feels like. Like, they're just kind of, like, they're magic. Like, you don't know what you're going to get. Mm-hmm. Like, and also with the Sharks right now, like, how many young, like, they have Krona, McNiemi, and uh, Romanov. Yeah. No, yet, like, they yeah. have so many, like, and you just never know. Hopefully one of these guys says, but yeah, I, I do agree with you, Krona. That that definitely is a flaw that might come to bite him. Yeah, yeah. Because I think he does, like, I, I between him and Romanov, like, Romanov's more, like, he's... I think Romanov's also good positionally, but he doesn't completely just like I feel like Krona overly relies on his positioning to to make yeah. saves. No, yeah, a hundred percent. Um, and then uh, yeah, so that ends Krona's night, and then uh, Kapokakinen comes into the net, and I think I think this was the right move. The team, you know, <laughs> even because look at even if the I I think the team did play a little bit better in front of Kakinen. I mean, the Oilers are also up and score effects come into play here and I think especially by the third period it it was obvious that the Oilers were had well kicked it into cruise control at that point. <laughs> um but I mean like even if Kakinen like even if they the team didn't play better in front of Kakinen, I mean, you know, this Capo <laughs> Kakinen seen some shit this year. I he'd be fine, right? Like I'm not worried yeah. so much about him because he's seen some shit. The uh, broadcast was like, "Don't pull Krona," and I was like, "No, no, 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 pull Krona. Don't, don't leave him out here right now. This is not good for him." No, yeah, I mean, it's, and especially with the team not playing well in front of him, like you know, and and then AJ in the chat saying yeah. like, "Hurdle on Krona. We left him out to dry. Feel really bad for him. They should, they should they absolutely should feel, bad. feel horrible for this guy. Like, get him a present or something, because y'all played like <sighs> trash, man." I get you guys probably watched highlights of Celebrini and we're like, we should tank for this man. But still, 
a shout out to whoever tweeted that. But you still. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I feel bad because, again, like the, the two times that he's had to come in, like, you know, it was the, the Pittsburgh game, which was the disaster in itself. And then, you know, and then to start this game and have the team just completely be flat in front of him and not really, you know, I mean, look, at I, I don't think I had high expectations for the Sharks in this game, but I don't think, again, you know, like, again, it shouldn't have been like. I don't think it should have been this bad. Like this team has played better this season than we've seen of late. I mean, with the sharks, it seems like they're taking turns with the ducks, just being the most shittiest team on this planet. (laughs) Right. So like, I think it's the sharks turn now. um, And let's hope it doesn't go into an 11 game losing streak. Cause remind you, they are currently at seven. Yeah. Yeah, Their schedule gets easier, but not really. Like I love whoever said the Sharks' schedule is getting easier after like, we won like the game versus the Islanders, but like, no, no. I mean, there's um, definitely going to be some, I mean, I don't, I mean, I think Toronto is going to just absolutely. I'm mess scared this for team that. Up. Um, well, it's Toronto. You never know. That's going to to bite me in the head, but you never know. It is Toronto. So you, you never know, but like, I don't know. This team just, I think Greer is at this point, just throwing in the can and being like, I've made a crappy team. We're just going to play it out and hopefully next year is better. Yeah. I, well, I mean, and again, you know, I, I think that um, something that shouldn't get lost is like, yeah, I mean, look at it. <laughs> I, I'm not a big fan of some of the, the players that have been added to this roster. But, you know, this is a team that has lost a lot of man games to injury. And so, I mean, that's, you know, that's that's definitely a thing that's happened this year. Um, I don't think even with the roster fully healthy, they are a playoff team or not a ball. No, no, no. I know. Like I, that. I, I like, agree. I mean, I think this team would still be bad even if Logan Couture was back. Uh, and you know, you you have everybody that this team has to offer. I just don't think they're this bad. Like they're just they're not this bad. And I think part of it, like Eklund, I think got either benched or sent to the fourth line for God's sake. The fourth through. line. Just I don't know, man. I, again, so here's the thing, <laughs> like, right? This like, is where I get frustrated. Like, sure. You, like, this is where I don't understand, because Eklund, I think, had the most shots of any forwards, maybe except Hurdle. Um, but, like, this is where I'm like, what are we doing here? Like, at least give, like, I don't know what made Quinn decide to do that, but that's whatever. I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, here's the thing, right? Like, with Quinn, like, there's there, there's definitely times this season when I've definitely scratched my head and been like, what are we doing here? Um, but I think the thing I always go back to, right, is like, I, I really haven't been on the, we need a coaching change train at all. Because again, like the one thing that I, I don't want to see happen here, right? I think if you look at a lot of these teams that are, um, you know, that should be, the rebuild should be over and yet they still are terrible. I think you look at what a lot of those teams have in common is, is just a stupid number of coaching changes. No, yeah, I would agree to that. Right? And, and so it's like, yeah. it's on one hand, it's like, why is Eklund on the fourth line? He's playing a fine. I mean, I, you know, I mean, as good a game as I think anyone on, on the team played tonight. Um, he was going up against, like, Leon Dreisaitl and, like, right. Connor McDavid for half the night. I, I give him a little bit of a break. <laughs> yeah. So, you know what I mean? Like, so when I look at this situation here, it's like, on one hand, it's like, why are we doing this? But on the other hand, it's like, I don't want to be Buffalo. Like, I don't want to come out of this thing and be Buffalo and being like... 
next year, maybe like, you know, and, and you're the, the only coaching is. change. I think we can all advocate for is John McCarthy getting the fuck out. of the <laughs> Yeah. John McCarthy. If John McCarthy is still the, <laughs> I like AHL coaching changes generally don't happen mid season. So I'm not like, please super change mad that, that hasn't happened <laughs> yet. Um, but if John McCarthy's still here, like, and if the, the season continues, like the, the Barracuda would have to go on one hell of a run for me to suddenly be on the Jan, John McCarthy bandwagon. <laughs> like they would have to go on one hell of a, of a run. Uh, and I, you know, I don't see that happening. I mean, you never know. You never know, but I don't see it. I mean, I would, uh, I wouldn't be running to Vegas to put any money down on a Barracuda run at this point. Yeah. No. Maybe Beastead or uh, Musty will join them. I don't know if Beastead can play in the AHL, but or Musty even can, but you never yeah. know. Uh, John John says, uh, Ian and Jules, hope you both had a good holiday. I've had a pretty good holiday. I, I had I a really good complain. holiday. Yeah, I can I legally the... drink now. Life is good. <laughs> <laughs> I think the only thing that... Um... I, the only thing that, that bugs me is like, it's not even like, I don't mind that it's warm, but like my backyard's getting torn up by the dog because the ground's not even frozen anymore. Like we had a green Christmas, weird for us. And then like, and now it's just mud. Like my backyard is just getting a beating from the dogs running around back there. I mean, how big is your puppy now? Oh, he's like 30 pounds. He's, <laughs> he's going to be a monster. <laughs> like he, His paw, like is his paw. Like I had it in the palm of my hand and like, it's almost, takes up the whole palm of my hand like it's just he's ridiculous he's like three months old oh god <laughs> drew in the chat 46 more games <laughs> 46 more games to go. how many more after darks Ooh, uh, that would be 46 oh jesus yep all right when's the draft uh <laughs> in june i think <laughs> oh god we need to book those tickets to vegas y'all yeah all right um i mean yeah, I mean, that's basically the game. There's not really a whole lot to discuss. I'm surprised we've gotten 20 minutes out of it, to be completely honest. Uh, me too. The over-under, I think, was at like 2.5. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, I try to... We try to be professional. <laughs> no, I can't even finish that with a straight face. I, I think when the two of us are on, people just expect prospect talk. Yeah, so let's talk about some prospects. World Juniors are, are a thing that's happening right now. Um, who's Who Same. has impressed you so far? beasted yeah um, i don't have the i can actually watch it because i only have espn plus but i've scoured my way to find highlights and watch it semi-illegally um but i think beasted is a guy that is becoming kind of underrated but also properly rated he's just a guy that i think is not getting like his ceiling has definitely increased since when we drafted him because when we drafted him i was like who is this man yeah he's he's an interesting player because i think like he's he was really good last year i really liked his game last year in the world juniors i liked his game so far this year as well um it's an interesting thing because like again it's like you know everyone can you don't have to like just because you played center you can always move to the wing or something but he's a player where i wonder when everything falls into place depending on obviously what happens this draft like where where does he fit i would not be mad seeing him on the wing just because the sharks lack a little bit of size in their prospect pool if regarding their future top six yeah let's say you know no matter who kind of they draft in this draft that statement is kind of going to still stand mm -hmm. um yeah pole camp score two we'll get to him and, and have we'll get to that too don't yep. worry we got you guys oh, but like you. b said i i would be interesting seeing him on the wing like honestly i would also like he'd be a very good third line center but that feels like kind of unfair at this point to yeah. put him there 
like he's kind of pushing to make the top six and I think he he adds a lot like he adds some size he's he's gotten a lot better he just he's gonna become a tipping machine I think um I've really liked him and him and Havlid already seem to be having a connection so I'm curious to see if the Sharks try points to... now I think Havlid has a goal and two assists and Beastead has a, two goals and an assist I think so far no yeah um, Havlet also underrated the something the Sharks I think are also underrated in their defensive pool is the shots that these D-men can shoot. Polkim and Havlet yeah. both today just let out absolute bombs, I believe. So yeah, yeah, I, I you know I agree. Like it's in chat, you know, it's like the the I think the prospects have all had a good showing so far in the World Juniors. I would agree. Um, I I didn't. I know last time when I was on last night, I wasn't super high on, on Will Smith's game, but I thought he had a better game today. Um, and again, yes. it's, it's, it's hard, right? Because this is a situation where guys are going to, you know, guys have to play, play a role. Like, whereas Will Smith is like, obviously going to be like when he's playing on his, on his college team, like obviously he's one of the go-to guys, him, you know, um, Ryan Leonard. Um, I, I will say this about Smith, and I've said this before. He's either on or he's super off, and there is mm-hmm. no in between with him. Like, every single time I start to think to criticize him, he goes out and pulls out, like, a four-point night. But the thing right. is, he's still putting up points, even though he's playing arguably horribly. Yeah. So that's the thing with Smith. Like, I, I don't know. Yeah, I liked his game a lot better today than I did uh, in the first game that I watched him in. Um, but and again, like I said, you know, but I always like I always like to caveat that with like he's obviously like he's playing a role in this team. He's not on this team to be the guy like, you know, no, yeah. they have the guy already on this team. You know, you got a guy like Jimmy Snugger um, and Cutter Gauthier, been, like, yeah, and like Cutter Gauthier. Like they, they have guys that, you know, are in a position yeah. to be the guy. He's playing more of a different role. So I, I think that, you know, obviously <laughs> you want him to be in a better situation i think because he's you know because of his draft pedigree of fourth overall pick what have you but i think for the role he's playing i think he's playing it well and i think it's important um on teams like that are as deep as the usa as you know um to to be able to fill different roles that have to be filled and also like said in the chat i think smith is still 18 if i'm not mistaken someone tell me if i'm wrong he's either 18 or 19 so he's still very young compared to all these other guys and, and yes i think playing with perot and uh leonard is helping him mm-hmm. um like that's not gonna lie but i i don't think the sharks are gonna trade for him the trade for both of those guys no um <laughs> that might be a bit different ryan leonard's but... a player though man i like that guy ryan leonard is going to be a problem yeah. um that is uh, not for the sh- luckily he's in the eastern conference um sharks need someone who yeah they they definitely do need someone who has a cannon from the blue line. but the sharks defensive prospect pool i'd say has gotten a lot better since 2021 and i think we can all agree upon that yeah <laughs> jerry f I, I i i i feel for you because some of these games have been on early for me so i can just imagine uh the three hour difference um we got really spoiled for a while didn't we where it just like it just seemed like the the world juniors just never left North America forever. <laughs> and we got super spoiled by it. And then now they're, they're over in Sweden and it's uh it's a little no, bit of an adjustment. Time difference are a wee bit of a pain. <laughs> Jesus Chris in the chat. Don't worry. The Rangers will do their best to ruin for <laughs> And Mike Greer will go out and trade for him. Oh man. I mean, he almost slipped to the sharks. People forget that he wasn't a, it was only a few picks. The sharks may have actually gotten pro, you know, he may have. So what have you, what have you um, made of Polkamp's game? Cause I think it's been fine. Like I, I, I've liked it. 
I think Mark tweeted it out, but they don't play him like at all. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, from what he's like, from what he's done, I think he's, you know, he's, he's a guy who's obviously going to like get in there a little bit. I think they, there's, I think they're skating like 70. I don't know how the world juniors works for how they're. They, they don't, I think they can skate like one extra forward and one extra D man. So they, I don't, I think they can like ice 20 guys. Okay. That's, that's what I thought. I was confused by that. Uh, Cause I'm like, well, they're not going 7-Eleven, but um, (laughs) yeah. like the pole camp is a guy that I think we should be happy he made it because mind you he's an overager sixth round pick or fifth round pick don't quote me sixth round or fifth round pick made the team you might have something there with pole camp he's yeah he's he is the seventh defenseman yeah and they mm-hmm. rarely ever play him but like he did get a goal today a yeah. clapper on the power play like Honestly, you can't be mad about that with a fifth or sixth round pick. Like, no. I'm not upset about that. It's like Jake Furlong, Furlong making um, Team Canada. Yeah, great. Fifth round pick, you know, awesome. They're both pretty heavily known for their defense instead of offense. I'm not mad about it. Nope, me neither. Um, <laughs> giving me gears in the chat. I can't get through a tangent without throwing but again or then again. Yeah, I, you know what, though? <laughs> it's It's just a thing that I do. But I think it's better than i think you know what I'll, I'll i'll say this i think the easiest thing to do like the hardest thing to do on here is either a not have like some sort of speech tick that you kind of rely on when you're trying to like collect your thoughts on a live show and b i think is even harder is being comfortable with silence yes i second that <laughs> So there you go. <laughs> I second that. Also, after like 10 Sharks games where they lose like 7 nothing, it gets a little tricky to talk about them. It does. Yeah, it, it definitely gets a little tricky. Um, but the, there, there's an exciting future for the Sharks. So that's something. I don't remember the last time they had like six World Juniors prospects at the tournament. Right? Yeah. And next year that number should even, I think, go up more. It should, yeah. Um. So like... It, it, the future is bright for the sharks and i know we can like rave about it and all but like we'll see what happens in the future but i'm excited because musty also had a goal today and so did luca cagnoni right so it, it's good it's we're getting there guys slowly but surely Celbrini. Celbrini, that's all yeah um i've i've liked haltonen's game too although finland's like finland's in a lot of trouble um they obviously they lost to canada and then they got upset by germany um, I mean, they play, they think play at Latvia tomorrow. So I think, uh, that's going to be, that's a game they have to win. Like they cannot afford to, to lose. I don't to know what's going on with the Finns per se, but I will say this about Halton. His mm. shot is just on another planet, arguably one of the best in the prospect pool. Just going to put that out there. Like that shot is pretty much NHL ready. He's going to be a player, just I think, just for his shot. If he can like get everything else together, that could be a really dangerous piece for the Sharks in the next few years. So I've liked his game. I think, uh, I think yeah, it's just I piece of the rest just of the game. Like together. Finland's been so not good. Yeah, they, they they're struggling. I don't know why. I felt like they should be better. Selfresin. Yeah, I'm not. I don't get it either. Um. Jerry F in the chat, $2 super chat. Thanks for the great show, Ian and Jules. TTSA walks. We appreciate the uh, the shout out. And I wish I could put it on the screen, but sometimes my stuff works and other times it just doesn't. <laughs> and you know what? When we're running the show good enough otherwise, I'm just, I'm not fighting with YouTube chat. So, uh, but we, we see you, Jerry. We appreciate you. Um, yeah. So for those that, uh, that do want to know uh, what's going on tomorrow at um, 
if you want to get up at three o'clock in the morning uh, Pacific <laughs> time, you can watch Slovakia and Norway. Um, Five thirty a.m. You can watch the Finlands play Latvia uh, for the uh, games that people in this chat probably care about. Uh, the USA will play the Czech. Oh, it's Czechia. I always want to say Czech Republic still, and I know it's not that anymore. Uh, that game is at. Let me do the math here. Eight o'clock Pacific time, and then at um, oh at one thirty. So what's that? Uh, I don't know. Do the math. One thirty minus three. Uh, Sweden plays Canada for uh, probably what'll be first in that division. So that'll be uh, yeah. That will be that is your uh, World Junior watching tomorrow or catching up. Uh, That's gonna then, be a fun one. Sweden versus Canada. Yeah, and then uh, this weekend, really uh, the Barracuda will be back in action. Finally, they will play the Bakersfield Condors in a home and home, I believe. Send prayers. Just <laughs> send prayers. Yeah, um, I, you know, I, you know what, the Bakersfield's been really bad though. So if the the Barracuda, they need to, they need to beat the, they need to beat the Condors. That's all there is to it. So naturally, they won't. <laughs> Or they'll beat them once and then lose once because that's yeah. the uh, that that's how the season has gone. I'd like to see them, you know. I, I'd like to see them play the Condors good, though. I mean, um, I feel bad for Jack Campbell because, like, at the end of the day, he's a human being and uh, he has had not a great go at the AHL after kind of getting kicked out of the NHL. So I really feel bad for him there. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. So I mean, that's that is uh, that's what you have to look forward to. And then, yeah, the, I'm sure the Sharks play at some point too. Um, uh, I think they play the Avs on 5 p.m. like AJ oh. chat against Colorado. That's gonna oh, end that's so gonna well. Yeah, uh, that's gonna be a fun game. Send uh, prayers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Colorado, 5 p.m. Sunday. I'll be uh, tweeting out Malcolm Sobrini highlights. After that, fuck knowledge. So there you go. That is uh, yeah. that is your week of uh, of hockey. What's left coming up? Yeah. All right. Um, I think we've uh, dragged this dog and pony show out as long as we can go. Um, oh, but we do have something to announce. Me and you. Oh, we do. We do. Drum roll. Drum roll, oh, please. I... Oh, okay. All right. So me and Jules are uh, going to be doing uh, a bi-weekly Barracuda show. Um, and then uh, I'm also going to leave the door open for other people to uh, join in on that. Uh, maybe Mark, uh, if you want to talk some prospects, obviously I always have a chair for Kevin. Uh, we are going to do a bi-weekly Barracuda show because doing this is way more fun than the other ways we've been kind of covering the Barracuda. So um, I think we're going to try to do like a bi-weekly thing because me and Jules do have a heavy after dark schedule um, coming up, I think. Um, so look forward to that because um, I do think that I want to get more Barracuda stuff to air and if no one watches it no one watches it but I, at least we did it yeah no join us the barracuda hopefully will be better yeah um and i think we're gonna probably i'm, I'm not sure when we're gonna start it uh probably after i get back from the ottawa game which i'll be in attendance for which will be fun sharks get a win or they'll lose like 10 nothing they, no they, they owe me a win after last oh, time. They, do? they got they, oh. the the last game I went to in Ottawa was not good. <laughs> uh, so so they, they, they owe me a better game. Like, naturally they'll lose like eight nothing. They probably will. <laughs> 
Yeah, so um, probably look for that early January, and then we'll try and, like I said, we're going to try and keep like a bi-weekly schedule going forward right till the end of the, the Barracuda season. So um, stay tuned for that. Exciting stuff. All right. Um, I guess I got to do the ending stuff now. All right. Uh, in case you missed it uh, and you want to, you know, do cool stuff, uh, you can watch this video again on YouTube. You can always find all our stuff on Teal Town USA. You can find the audio anywhere you get your podcasts from. Um, again, uh, if you do nothing else, please like the video. If you're not subscribed, what are you waiting for? Subscribe. Do the smart YouTube stuff. Um, you know, and do all that fun stuff. Uh, that's that's all I ask. Um, other than that, though, guys, um, you know, as Puck, I would say, keep it teal, keep it real. Oh, I screwed it up. See, this is this is it's over. I'm fired. Pinkini for self never again. <laughs> keep it real. Keep it teal. Keep it real teal. Good night, folks. <laughs>